So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so grateful that you guys have tuned in today. Uh, we are talking about a really important question, which is how do you actually approach this whole recovery thing? Cold turkey, do you wean off of pornographic content and that kind of stuff? And we're going to talk a little bit about sort of the philosophy around this, the mindset, and how to go about it. Before we jump into that, though, I wanted to make sure that you have a copy of my book, The Last Relapse. Every single one of you guys listening, if you're looking for any assistance with sexual sin, you need to get your hands on this. For starters, it's free, so there's really no reason why you wouldn't have a copy. But much more importantly, even though it's free for you, it cost me over 10 grand to do this book and to do it well so that um, basically you guys could have a blueprint for recovery, what you need to do from the very beginning, from A to the very end to Z and everything in between. It comes with a free workbook. So like in case you can't tell, we made this unbelievably affordable and we did our best to provide you as much value as possible. It's called The Last Relapse. You can get a copy at thelastrelapsebook.com. And I'm not exaggerating, we get at least two emails every single day thanking us for this book and for the resources that come with it, like the workbook and some of the other things that are in there. So I just, I I cannot stress this enough. If you're looking to make a recovery, you want to get the ball rolling, you need to get your hands on this book. It's called The Last Relapse. And if you're more of a physical copy guy, you can buy it online. All the proceeds that we receive, which is, you know, some cut after Amazon takes theirs, um, those funds all go to charity in Uganda to further the spread of the gospel in Muslim villages. So you really can't go wrong either way. It's called The Last Relapse, available on all major platforms, or you can get your free copy at thelastrelapsebook.com. Today, we are talking about this whole concept of weaning. And one of our clients asked this recently, and I was so impressed by the question because it, it it's one of those things, uh, I'm, I'm doing a, a an episode later this week about coaching and how to like really get the most out of coaching. And um, I'll give you a, a slight spoiler, which is like one of the best things that you can do if you if you sign up for coaching, whether it's, you know, with us or or someone else. And, you know, regardless of the subject matter that you're getting help with, one of the best things you can do is ask good questions. And that's a totally lost art. Like we often go to coaches and, and you know, actually, I'm not, I don't want to get into that. I'll save that for uh, the episode on Friday. But um, I was so impressed by this question because it, the way that the question was phrased demonstrated that this guy actually gets it. He gets the deep, clean philosophy. He gets the approach. So uh, I want to start by explaining what that philosophy and approach is, and then I'm going to answer the question a bit more directly. My major frustration in my five-year recovery process was the lack of long-term solutions. Most of it was short to midterm. And so, you know, for example, there were organizations out there that offered groups and communities. So they would say, join a group, join a community. And we would kind of see that and go, okay, well, yeah, I guess we could. But then the groups eventually fizzled out. 
right? Or you would get the internet filters with the built-in accountability partner and it'd be awesome. But again, it was kind of just mitigating symptoms. It wasn't really curing the root or even addressing the root to begin with. So that was sort of my frustration. And what I realized is that I had to get to the more systemic parts of my problem. And in doing so, I was then able to legitimately affect long-term change. So in recovery, if you want to be successful, you need to have a long-term mindset, which means that we're not looking for quick band-aid solutions. We're not looking for gimmicks that give us the illusion of some sort of freedom or sobriety, but really they're just masking the deeper problems. We we want to go low and slow, so to speak. We want to we want to come in humble. We're not going to try to get ahead of ourselves and we want to just take our time. We don't want to drag our feet. Like I don't want to give you guys permission to be apathetic or complacent. I'm just saying that we we don't we don't need to rush in and try to fix everything right away. Um, maturity takes time. And that is the mark of maturity is the ability to to endure a process. And um, I would say the mark of real maturity is the ability to endure an indefinite process where you don't actually know when it ends. So when our client asked us, hey, should I be weaning? It showed to me that he actually gets it. He gets that that actually the, the cold turkey approach has some problems with it from a mindset standpoint and that he doesn't want to foster this kind of like, okay, I'm quitting and that's it. And now let's just like white knuckle our way through it and try to just kind of, you know, force our way in. Maybe I should be weaning instead because a more gradual approach is probably more likely to stick long term. So I loved where his head was at. And I just thought it was a genius question. I was so impressed. And hopefully this gives you some context for why I would be impressed by a question like that. Now, let's answer this a little bit more directly. Um, if you were, again, like I think, I think contrast is really the most helpful way. So if somebody is going to rehab for alcoholism, there are not bars built into their rooms. They don't have mini fridges stocked with alcohol or liquor for a reason right because they came to quit now if you go to the you know the dining hall they're not serving alcohol at these rehab centers either and there's a reason for that um we are not talking about um a fitness kind of thing where maybe you're trying to gradually increase your performance um see when it comes to improvements um the gradual approach can be really effective um, you know, if we went back to the alcoholism standpoint, let's say that the reason somebody was struggling with alcohol was actually because they couldn't um, they couldn't handle stress. They had no healthy stress coping mechanisms. Well, the the answer there is like we're not just gonna when when they're they're sober. Let's say they're sober for a year. The solution is like let's not just put you back in stressful environments. We're gonna gradually put you in those environments. So on the improvement side of things, a gradual approach is very effective. And um, an equivalent in our context of porn addiction and sexual sin would be talking about social media usage, right? Like uh, we kind of recommend like, hey, don't engage in social media while you're recovering. Give your brain a bit of a reset. And when you do re-engage with social media, do it very gradually. Do it once a week for a 15-minute block. And that's your 15 minutes. 
and you enjoy it and you get the most of it and then boom, you move on to your next thing. And then if, if, if you want, you can start to gradually increase it, but we don't want to just go back in because you're just going to binge and you're going to reverse months or years of work in the process. So on the improvement side, this gradual approach is very effective. But when you're starting out in recovery and you're trying to get clean, you, you do actually need to quit the thing cold turkey. Because there's no such thing as um, gradually weaning off of an addictive substance or behavior. Like if somebody's trying to get clean of gambling, it's not just like, hey, it looks like you're gambling three or four times a week. This week, we're going to aim for one. We just want you to gamble once. It's like, no, no, no. This is, it's like, um, it's like, hey, we noticed that you've, you've walked through a couple bonfires and you actually stood in a couple of them and you caused third degree burns. So this week, what we want you to do is rather than, you know, standing in that fire, standing in the bonfire, just, just like walk slowly through it. Because at least that way you're not standing in it. It's like, bro, you're still getting burned at the end of the day. Like, let's, let's not mistake this. Like, porn is not something that would be convenient to have removed from our lives. It is poison to the soul. It, it is toxic to your very being. And you need it out of your life ASAP. So on the, on the sort of elimination side, of, we, want a, we want a cold turkey approach. The same way that if you were, you know, trying to improve your health and you found out that you had been eating a food that was bad for you, well, you're probably going to get rid of it right away. Just purge it. Get rid of it. But on the other side, when you start to make improvements, you know, so let's say you go six months without pornography, you go nine, 12 months and and you're actually doing the work. Okay. It wasn't just white knuckling, but you legitimately like plugged in and did the work. Well, if that's the case, then at that point, I would say, yeah, you could start to, you know, ease some things back into your life if you wanted to. But again, it has to be done gradually and it you have to make sure it actually needs to be done. Like in keeping with the social media example, I I reduced my social media usage to I think it was 10 minutes a day when I first started to reintroduce it because during my recovery, I did quit social media for a while. And when I reintroduced it, I, I think it was 10 minutes a day and that was plenty. And it, it was not like we never increased that again. Like we didn't go up to 15 and then 20 and whatever. 10 minutes a day was, I mean, it was too much. Even that was too much. And, um, and we kind of just drew the line there. So to answer the question and to kind of summarize, when you are beginning recovery, we're looking for an, an immediate elimination of pornography and all other kind of sexual misbehavior. Immediate. Where there's a gradual approach is in the um, is in the reintegration of you know previous contributing behaviors that aren't toxic in of themselves, such as social media and the like. The other thing that quitting immediately is going to do for you when you go into recovery is it's going to allow you to really focus and gain awareness of the issues that are causing this problem. Right, like I'll give you an example. I'm I'm regularly paying attention to how I engage with my devices. I haven't been thrilled with the way I've been using my phone lately. Like my screen time's up to like two and a half hours uh, a day on average, which I'm almost always under two hours or hovering around two hours. So it's up a little bit, and I'm kind of I can't figure out quite what's going on. But what I am doing now is I'm putting more rigid boundaries around it. I don't know if those boundaries are going to stick. That's not the point. The point is. 
I need to figure out when am I going to my phone? Why am I going to my phone? And trying to pinpoint like some of the underlying causes. But if I was if I was weaning off, those those underlying causes stay hidden. They stay buried underneath the surface. So that's what it gives you a chance is it's not just it's not just like okay yeah, it's toxic, so eliminate it, get it out of your body or you know, stop engaging with it. But secondly, by eliminating it uh, quickly and, and immediately, you're going to give yourself a chance to actually go about the recovery process in a much more detailed and in-depth way. So that's everything for today, guys. I hope this helps you in your recovery. I'm cheering you on. I'm so grateful that you listened in. Thanks so much. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast, and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.